0: Five Ways to Start a Mindset Practice, part two, by Naghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you every day from health and fitness blogs, with permission from the websites, of course. And then on Fridays, I do something a little different. I answer your questions. Now today, I have a continuation post from yesterday. So if you're new here, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first, That's episode 781. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Get your mind right. Five ways to start a mindset practice. Part 2 by Naghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com Keep a daily gratitude journal. This can be as simple as writing down three things you're grateful for or as in-depth as writing a few pages on appreciation for a certain person or event. The exactitudes of your journaling habits are not important. What's important is that by keeping a daily gratitude journal, you train your brain to pick out the positives in everyday life. The more you do that, the more seeing the bright side, so to speak, will become a way of life. Filter your intrinsic self-talk. How many times a day do you look in the mirror and say nasty things about yourself? Or, Pinch your belly in utter disgust. This kind of behavior messes with your perspective like you wouldn't believe. The next time you find yourself having an I'm so gross thought, turn it around. Do a complete 180. I'm so fat becomes I'm not so fat. I'm disgusting becomes I'm beautiful. Rather than let your inner voice berate and insult you, allow it to nurture and uplift you. Do this daily and before you know it, you'll have turned your inner voice from an enemy to a friend. Filter your extrinsic self-talk. The way you speak to yourself matters. It matters a lot. But what matters equally as much is the way we speak about ourselves to others. In The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz writes about being impeccable with your word, which includes abstaining from gossip. But he isn't just referring to gossip about others. What about the way in which we gossip about ourselves? How many times have you said negative things about yourself, your perceived failures, your physique, to your friends and loved ones? How many times have you deflected a compliment with a joke or a flat-out denial of said compliment? Stop it. Just stop it. Nobody wants to hear you say nasty things about yourself, and everyone is terribly uncomfortable when their compliments are deflected. Practice only saying positive things about yourself in conversation, and if that proves difficult at first, refrain from speaking about yourself at all keeping the conversation on others. Furthermore, practice the art of taking compliments. This is a tough habit to hone, but it can be done. When you receive a compliment, simply say, thank you. You'll likely find yourself fighting the urge to say otherwise, and it might even manifest physically like a tightening in your chest or a racing of your heart. Fight it, say thank you, and move on. Practice daily self-compassion. The pursuit of improvement can often lead to the exact opposite, neglect of oneself. We can work so hard to get better that we forget to actually feel better on a daily basis. It's important to practice compassion towards yourself in order to avoid exhaustion, overworking, overtraining, and general feelings of failure. Take a bath, go for a leisure walk, meditate for five minutes a day, cultivate a nightly beauty routine. Take 15 minutes every morning just for yourself. Drink a lot of water. Get enough sleep. Write compassionate, loving things about yourself in your gratitude journal. Look in the mirror and say, I love you out loud. And most of all, give yourself a break, emotionally and physically. You don't need to be so hard on yourself. Learn to let go of the pursuit of perfect. Perfect is a myth. It's a fabricated ideal that none of us can really emanate no matter how hard we try. There's no such thing as a perfect body, a perfect mother a perfect home, or a perfect career. The pursuit of perfect has one outcome, bitter disappointment. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to do your best. And you can only truly do your best without the goal of perfection once you realize that your best is different every single day. Some days you'll be exhausted, ill, and downtrodden. Other days, you'll be energized, productive, and jubilant. Regardless of what kind of day it is, give what you have to give and accept the inevitable fact that it's going to fluctuate from day to day. In that same vein, understand that your best has nothing to do with anyone else. Comparing yourself to others is an endless trap that will bring you nothing but misery. It doesn't actually motivate or inspire. Rather, elicits jealousy, envy, and feelings of inadequacy. Focus on your journey and doing your best every day, and you'll soon accept that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Get Your Mind Right, Five Ways to Start a Mindset Practice by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? much of what she's saying is actually backed by research. So a lot of these tips about getting your mindset right is backed by scientific evidence. In fact, on yesterday's episode, at the beginning of Ms. Fanuni's post, I read to you a quote from Dr. Sean Acor. Dr. Acor is a Harvard professor who focuses his research on happiness. And what he has found through his research is that if we want to create lasting positive change, we basically need to think about doing at least one of these five things. Now see if any of these five things sound familiar based on what I read to you yesterday and today. One, practice being grateful. Two, having a gratitude journal. Three, exercise. Four, practice meditation. And five, do random acts of kindness. Okay, so do those sound familiar? probably, especially based on what I just read to you. And like I always say, you don't need to do all five of these things or everything that Ms. Fanuni suggested. Just start with one and stay consistent with that one thing. If that one thing that you tried doesn't suit you for some reason, it just doesn't feel right, then try one of the other things that she listed. See how that goes and stay consistent with that. The bottom line is start somewhere. Try one of these things and over time, your mindset will change. Oh, and if you want to know more about Dr. Acor's research, there's a fantastic TED Talk of his called The Happiness Advantage. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here every day. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.